He did not see the gun that he always kept on the table beside him. Still watching the girl, he reached for and found his wife's hand. He pressed it to wake her as gently as possible. Peg, he said, we have company. His voice, too, was gentle. He spoke in unaccented English. Although he and his wife had been living in Pozzitano for twenty-seven years, they were American. Peggy Walters came awake. Her eyelids blinked against the light, and she gasped as she saw the masked, dark-clothed figure pointing a gun. Then she just lay there, gripping her husband's hand. "'Who are you?' Walters asked in Italian. Kate Dennison swallowed twice. "'I'm the daughter of Angelo and Patty Falagna.' Her answer, also in Italian, contained the exact words she had imagined herself saying for as long as she could remember. Walters stared at the knitted fabric of her mask. In case it slipped your mind, Kate said, eighteen years ago last month you killed them. Who told you I was the one who did it? Walters asked. Someone who obviously knew? Walters was silent. Do you deny it? Would you believe me if I did? No. He sighed and slowly shook his head. It took you eighteen years to get here? I found out it was you only ten days ago. And now all you want is to kill me. If that was all I wanted, you would be dead right now. What else do you want? To hear your side, if you have one. You mean, and then you'll kill me? Kate Dennison said nothing. Walters glanced at his wife, who lay white-faced yet composed under the sheet beside him. He was still holding her hand. Then he looked once more at Kate's eyes. May I take my cigarettes and lighter? Very carefully. He lifted them from the night table and lit up. Watching her gun leveled, Kate pulled over a straight-back chair and eased into it. Despite herself, her legs were trembling. She was working hard to remain calm, cool, controlled, wishing she could be dispassionate and afraid she never would be. So what did this person, this someone who supposedly knew, tell you about me? Peter Walters asked. He was sitting up in bed now, smoking. The sheet had slipped away from his naked upper body, and Kate saw an incredible number of welted puncture scars scattered across his chest, abdomen, sides, and arms. Some were from bullets and shrapnel. Others were from cutting blades. His life history, she thought. He told me you had been a contract killer for the United States Central Intelligence Agency. That you did work for them all over Europe. Do you deny that? No, that's true. He told me you shot my mother and father in cold blood. He said you killed them as they were coming out to surrender, unarmed with their hands over their heads. Kate Dennison felt oddly numb. She wondered what had become of all the anger she had been storing up and carrying for so many years. This man had robbed her of a lifetime of love. He had stolen her mother and father. He had murdered them, along with all the good things that were supposed to come to her from them. Yet, looking at him now, all she saw was a battered, aging man. The force in him long faded and gone. Beside him, his aging wife, who had yet to say a word, 
waited in silence for whatever was going to happen next. Peter Walters slowly shook his head. That part is a lie. It wasn't like that at all. I'm sure you've been told about your parents, he said. You must know who and what they were. I've been told, and I've known all my life. Now I'm waiting to hear what you have to tell me about them. Peggy Walters spoke for the first time. You said all this was eighteen years ago. I can't see your face, but you must have been just a child. Whatever you've heard had to have come from others. Please, this isn't fair. Kate ignored her. Go ahead, she told Walters. Talk to me. Your mother and father were the most deadly terrorists of their day, said Walters. They killed hundreds, innocents. Is that what you knew about them?